I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. <clears throat> about to get started in one minute just let me tweet the link <coughs> shit <clears throat> that never happened before hey everybody how you doing well that's good ah well there's only a couple people here let's wait let's wait premature premature well that's good All right, now people are showing up. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to Broad Street Hockey Radio's Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I am your director of fun and games for the evening. Tough loss tonight. Uh, no two ways about it. The uh, the Flyers gave away a point tonight. Uh, uh, of course, they get one for going to overtime, and you need every point you can get here. But with a team you're in direct competition with in the division, uh, the New Jersey Devils, you absolutely can't let them get two, and that's what happened tonight. Flyers had two two-goal leads uh, more than halfway through the game and still were unable to put away a New Jersey Devils team Um that has been scrappy against the Flyers lately and are having their own goaltending issues. It looked like early the Flyers should get to Kincaid. They ended up getting four on them, but uh, I think they could have got more early to uh, kind of put the game out of reach for the Devils uh, before they were able to ultimately mount their comeback. Neuvert was... Eh. Tonight, he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't anything special. Um, this Elliott injury is going to be an issue. That is absolutely clear. He's out five to six weeks at least. Uh, I am adding this at least to um, to the report that he's out five to six weeks following core muscle surgery because that seems like a low-end estimate. But you never know. Um, there's different – there's a lot of different um, – there's a lot of different versions of what is commonly referred to as the uh, as the sports hernia. We did a lot about uh, core muscles this summer in uh, talking about Nolan Patrick's injury and comparing it to what Ghost and uh, G had done uh, the year prior. But, um, <clears throat> hey, the one thing I can say about tonight is at least – um, Flyers Devils games are worth watching tonight. Tonight was a physical game. Tonight was a poorly officiated game both ways. I'm not complaining about the referees one way or the other. Uh, it was just seemed like the game was poorly officiated. The stuff they let go versus the stuff they called was just, uh, it, it seemed really odd. Uh, for no one in particular, it seemed both ways that they were just making a lot of bad calls and letting a lot of obvious things go. Um, <clears throat> I I don't know what the Flyers are going to do about their net minding, and honestly, this 
this defense isn't good enough. Uh, in their own zone, they are way too top-heavy. Uh, the second and third pairs, um, I saw the pairs get mixed up a lot tonight. It seems like they're just kind of rolling uh, with what they have, um, mixing and matching kind of, you know, playing Ghost and Provorov together, also mixing them up uh, and playing them with the rest of the guys to kind of, uh, I don't know, to kind of just – lift everyone up a little. It just seems uh, unsustainable. And that is the first thing I wanted to look at tonight was the time on ice report. Um, damn it. Here we go. Here we go. Here's the box score. Uh, among the defensemen. Yeah. Haig played uh 1531 Proverov 25 Gostas bear over 25 as well. Everyone else was under 20 and, um, it just feels as if that's unsustainable uh, for what um, for what this team is looking to do, and that's make a playoff run, make the push into the playoffs, and then win a round, and then see what happens. Uh, the goaltending and the defensive situation, it just seems like if they're not going to call up Travis Sanheim, who I believe had another assist tonight, um, they might have to go out and get a veteran. Uh, I wouldn't mind that at all as long as it's not going to cost you a ton. If you don't have to lose a lot, the Flyers are bursting with assets. Um, I think they're absolutely probably going to have to bring in a veteran defenseman and a uh, veteran netminder because what they're going with right now is uh, it's not fair <laughs> to the rest of the guys, honestly. It just seems like having the bottom four defense that they have, having uh, no real no – real you know, alternative to Brian Elliott in net. It just seems unfair to the guys who have scratched and clawed uh, to get back into this thing after the 10 game losing streak. Um, another quick, quick, uh, it's not the biggest uh, by any means issue I had with Dave Haxtell tonight. As many of you know, I make more excuses for Dave Haxtell than many. Uh, I don't think necessarily he's a very good coach. Uh, I don't think he's the coach of the future. I do think he gets blamed for more uh, than it is his fault, and he doesn't get enough credit for some things. But at the end of the day, no, I don't think he's the coach for uh, for this team Uh to win a cup in the, in the future. No, I don't. Uh, and I found it weird tonight. He's, he's been starting overtime with the, uh, with the Couturier connect me Provorov trio. They had those three, three wins in four games where they just dominated, looked great. However, I just thought it was a bad matchup, uh, with he sheared tonight. Um, Couturier wasn't awesome in the face-off circle tonight. He was 50% against, uh, against he sheer, but he just, Overall, wasn't very good in the face-off circle. I think Giroux was at like 67-some percent tonight. Uh, Giroux was 4 of 7 versus Heashier and 12 of 20 for 60% overall. Yeah, so I just um, – I don't know. I, I, I think they should have just started overtime with uh, with the Giroux-Voracek ghost line. It just seemed like the right matchup. Uh, I don't remember who ended regulation uh, so maybe they were winded. Um, that could be absolutely a reason for it, but just seemed like against a, a line with that kind of speed uh, in the, the Heischer trio, it wasn't a good matchup for Couturier, and you need to win that first faceoff in overtime to, uh, to get that first burst. You see what happens. The Devils own the puck until the Flyers are able to make a change, and uh, it, it, just a small thing, but I, I thought it was strange not to go with that Giroux line. Um, 
to start overtime, and but it didn't kill them. They got through the five minutes, and neither team scored. But it just seemed like the obvious thing to go with the Giroud, Voracek, Gostas, Bear trio. Um, all right, let's just get into uh, let's just get into what you guys are talking about. As you can tell, my voice is in much better shape. Um, but if you watched any of the uh, the Vegas post game with Steph and I and some other people chiming in. Uh, I never recovered from the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, and then there was the parade, and then uh, you know we go to Vegas, and my voice is just absolutely shot. So we are going to go with this uh, as long as we can, and uh, I want to get to some of your questions now. Uh, I'm going to scroll up as far as I can. The second period goal, NJ got eight seconds after the Flyers grabbed 4-2 lead was key. Not good there. Yeah, that was the second uh, second time in two games, I believe, Nico Heeshear, uh He had the game winner late uh, the last time, and he has that goal right away. Um, Provorov, I, I believe that was the Provorov turnover off the faceoff. Um, uh, they come down the other way. He uh, he sheer gets it back, and that's the second time, you know, in two games against the Devils that the number one overall pick has uh, has victimized you and really kind of changed the game a little. That was, you know, the Flyers had just re-grabbed a two-goal lead, and you got to be feeling good at that point. Um, uh, they just weren't able to hold on, and I, I that goal was was as big as anything. Tokarski has an okay NHL record. Just saying, I mean, he's not better than Michael Neuvert. I'm, I'm trying to actually fix the position, not just put a guy in because he owns pads. If you want to put a guy in because he owns pads, let that Temple kid play Samborski. So the Flyers lost and you shaved. Hmm, something in the universe isn't right. I, I had to, man. I, I shaved after the Super Bowl, and they were 4-0 uh, with me clean shaven. So I, I, can't, I can't blame it on that. Bring Briz back. Yeah, why not? Uh, someone asked me last, uh, I guess it was Sunday, uh, maybe at the pregame party, who, or maybe it was afterwards at Beer House. I don't know. The whole Vegas trip kind of runs together. I have to talk about the Vegas trip before the um, before we get into the rest of this. If you haven't done a trip with fans of Philly, you are missing out, man. Uh, they are absolutely first class all the way. I have been on a ton of road trips to uh, to see Philly teams play, and this was by far the best. Not only were we in Vegas, we had an open bar watch party uh, for the Arizona game on Saturday night, so everyone who was there gets to come to that. Uh, it was over at the Venetian. We, we had an open bar for two hours during the game. Absolutely amazing. All the beer you could drink. Um, and then before the game on Sunday, a pregame party at our hotel at the Paris, um, three-hour open bar before we walked over to the game and then transportation to the game if you wanted it or you could walk because it was like less than a mile away. Uh, they just did everything first class all the way, uh, all sorts of specials throughout the town. Just a truly awesome trip. If you get the chance to go anywhere, I know I'm already eyeing up Nashville for next season, so – What's up, fans of Philly? Would love to see you guys again. Uh, absolutely recommend it. Couldn't recommend it more. All right, back to tonight's game. Uh, yeah, bring Briz back. That's what I was talking Someone at one of our parties asked me um, who, uh, who my ideal goalie would be for this team, and I had to think about it, and I said Briz because I'm fairly certain this would be year seven of that deal. Um, 
which means it worked, which means, uh, you know, trading Bob isn't haunting us and the whole everything to get Briz and all the universe stuff. It means it worked. Uh, so that would be my ideal, you know, goaltender for this team. So I would absolutely love it. Uh, damn it. Someone, I, um, <clears throat> I think what that person that I can't find their comment now, because my comments disappear was saying is you're historically bad in the shootout and you put out a Philpola and McDonald, uh, and kind of line in overtime as if to you know just say let's get to the shootout and I agree that was dumb that they're rolling four lines in overtime right now which I like just eliminate one of them and you have like three good pairs um on offense I what in the world on the Kane trade uh would you what would you trade with the rumors for Evander Kane I think this is what is uh, is what's being said now um I just personally don't like Kane. I just don't like his reputation. I think this this locker room has been through a lot over the past couple of years, and I honestly believe they're just now kind of starting to come together. And uh, to give something up for a guy you're probably not going to keep and with a track record of all his teammates always hating him. And I just I, – I have issues with a guy who has such a big year in a contract year. It just I, – I don't think it's safe. I, I, I don't want to give up anything for him. He's a good player. He's a damn good player. Um you know, the Flyers could use some kind of offense uh, like that. But the offense is coming around right now, so I don't know. Is, is Evander Kane going to play in your fourth line? Uh, is it worth trading for that guy to play him on, like, with Philpola? You know, because that's who he's going to play with. So uh, I, I just don't see it. Trade deadline is February 26th. Yeah, it's – um. oh, someone else was asking, and John – good job, John. Yeah, February 26th. It's the last Monday of February. Um. I think we're going to do a show that night, even though the Flyers play. I think they're in Montreal. I think we're going to do a show that night anyway. Shootouts suck. Uh, would be way better if it was three-on-three three for seven to ten minutes and then remain tie. I, I don't hate shootouts. The Flyers are just bad at them. If the Flyers were awesome at shootouts, I mean, I, I think they're dramatic. I think they're fun. I don't hate shootouts. I know everyone else does. I'm very much in the minority on this. Uh, it's, I just I, I don't mind shootouts. I just think – the Flyers suck at them. Did anybody really think the Flyers were going to the Cup this year? That's not what we're talking about, going to the Cup this year. It's about making a run and having some fun. Uh, they're winning right now. You want them to keep winning, and when they piss away leads like they did tonight, it's frustrating. It's not about – it's not about – preseason expectations now we're well beyond that did anyone think the eagles were winning the super bowl this year no but then they're in the nfc championship game and you can't just say oh well you know the, this isn't what i think that no it's about going out and doing what you're doing now not about what you thought was going to happen six months ago noivy will not cut it for five weeks noivy won't cut it for three more games that dude hasn't started 30 games in years uh, i he just can't stay healthy, and he's just too inconsistent. I like the guy. I think he's a good backup, but you can't lean on him at all, and he's proven that. So the Flyers lost, but that's enough trade, eh? Um, I am also – I believe, yes, Dion Phaneuf is wildly overpaid, um, but I, I, I think it's a lot like uh, – he's not – I'm not comparing him to Phil Kessel and that Phil Kessel is a legitimate star as a goal-scoring winger. It's, but I always say it's not Phaneuf's, Phaneuf's fault and Kessel's fault that the team 
that Toronto decided to build their team around a goal-scoring winger and a second-pair defenseman. Um, now Phaneuf is in Ottawa. He got traded to L.A. tonight. And uh, I, I think it's a good trade for L.A. It probably steadies out their defense. He's not a star. Dion Phaneuf is not a star, but he's better than, like, half the defensemen in the league. He's not, like, a terrible player. Uh, he's, he, he's decent enough. I would take him on this Flyers team in a second. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that right now. He, I would take him on this Flyers team in a second over half the guys they're playing. Obviously, it depends on what they would have to give up. And since he's traded, it's a complete hypothetical. Um, but, uh, yeah, over Andrew McDonald or Brandon Manning, or at this point, I mean, Radko Gudis has not been good uh, lately at all. Uh, I mean, everyone except Ghost and Proveroff, Dion Phaneuf is better than. So I, I would take him on this team in, in a heartbeat. Hey, Bill, too much passing in critical situ situations near the end, which wish 28 took the shot. Yeah, um, Drew has been shooting more late. I mean, he's got like four goals in his last four games, I think. But uh, in that, that two-on-one situation, it was obvious he was passing. He never even looked up at the net, it didn't look like. Uh, me. The way he was looking down for a guy who handles the puck the way he does, it looked like maybe he just didn't have a good a good hold on it. I I, I don't know. Maybe he couldn't feel it. But um, <clears throat> yeah, he absolutely should have looked to shelf it over the glove or maybe go five hole rather than force that pass in overtime when the whole world could tell he was passing, including the defenseman and goaltender. Why do you think they look so flat on shootouts? I don't think they look flat. I just think they fail to score. I mean, when they win, they don't look flat. They just lost tonight. Wheel was on fire tonight. He's really turned it up in the last little while. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Jordan Wheel has been really good lately. I was a big proponent of bringing Jordan Wheel back. If for no other reason, then you have to find out what he is. He's one of those guys that you got for basically nothing. Uh, it was the LeCavalier and Shen trade, and you got a pick too. Um, and he showed a lot at the end of last season. I just thought you had to bring him back and see what he was because if he's a good, even just depth scorer, a guy who can just help you out in your bottom six and play with some skill down there, uh, that would be really helpful, and he has been, and he's turned it on a lot lately. I like that trio of uh, Raffle, uh, Lawton, and Wheel. I want to see them continue to uh, – I want to see them continue to play together and build some chemistry. Um that fourth line is still really a problem. Laterra with uh, Philpola and Weiss, but what can you do? Uh, there's only so many guys, and they refuse to bring up Lindblom and Vecchioni, so this is what we're stuck with, I guess. So there's a rumor about oh, – damn it, why are the comments moving so fast? Yeah, there's a rumor about making a move with Buffalo. Uh, I, You know, this time of year, everyone's looking at anyone. Um, I just don't think – if I'm the Flyers right now, I'm happy with the scoring. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you could have said, all right, yeah, maybe bring in Evander Kane to play in a middle six role. But um, I'm happy with the offense right now. I think it's really starting to click. Uh, I think the top three lines are, are, are really starting to come together. Uh, we're just scratching the surface, I think, on what um, – Patrick Voracek and Simmons can be like I said a minute ago I like what the third line has become with Lawton and that top line just continues to impress my god I can't believe I've made it almost 20 minutes into this and haven't mentioned Giroux's backhand pass 
backhand cross ice all the way through the neutral zone to set up Konechny with that uh, with that first goal of the game. That's one of the best passes I've ever seen. That was incredible. I'd be too drunk to cheer. One of you would have punched. Oh, the uh, Vegas game. It was a good time. They actually weren't that bad when you consider that was their third game in four nights and it was a fight, flight all the way back from Vegas. Absolutely. Uh, overall, the Flyers have been playing well and getting a point tonight is big. It's better than losing in regulation. But when you have two two-goal leads halfway through the game, you should win. I don't care how tired you are. You know, sleep tomorrow. Do you think Elliot being out for five to six weeks is going to make a huge impact on the team? Absolutely. Uh, Dave Haxtall clearly has no idea how to handle netminders, and yet now he has two that he can't trust. So I absolutely think they have to make a move. Netminder has to be their number one priority. I said a minute ago, um, veteran defensemen, since they're not going to bring up Sanheim, who pretty sure he's at or over a point a game since his demotion to the AHL. So, uh, yeah, why would you want that uh, when you can have Brandon Manning? Um, but I I wouldn't mind bringing in a veteran defenseman if we're not going to have these guys. If it doesn't cost you a ton, again, I, I'm not looking to to unless you're getting some kind of stud. Like if if Otto was looking to trade out Eric Carlson, sure. But short of that, um, I'm just looking in to bring in a veteran who can play on the second pair. Uh, Elizabeth Espinosa says. Uh, did fans of Philly party here in D.C. a couple years ago, and it was awesome. Can't say enough about fans of Philly. It was Tokarski has a 3-1-3 goals against, uh, 8.99 save. Uh, yeah, Tokarski's not good. Neuvert has the potential to heat up, so I think we can be okay. They just have to tighten up defensively. They absolutely – the coverage needs to be better. Uh, they were way too sloppy tonight, especially early. My God, they were sloppy with the puck tonight. Um, Neuvert has the ability to get hot in short spurts. Um, I just don't – over a five-week period, I don't trust him a little bit. Noah Vander Kane, dude, has a load of skill, but every single place he's been has had teammates despise him. Yeah, I agree. He's, I just don't think he's a good fit, and I don't – I'm not looking to change the offense right now. That's – I think the offense is fine. They need to be better defensively, uh, and not just – I don't just mean the six defensemen. Um, looking at some of the goals tonight, you, you have way too many forwards standing around, way too many forwards a step behind a guy. Um, they need to tighten up defensively, and the net minding needs to be better than it was tonight. Hey, Bill, agree. Hexy has assets to offer. Who do you trade? What picks do you move? Uh, it all depends on the return. Again, if you can get something – if something crazy is out there, you can go and get it. You have two first-round picks. Uh, you have uh, veterans with expiring contracts. You have uh, young prospects who are way down the line that you are never going to see, basically. Um you know, Mark Friedman scored his first AHL goal tonight. You have a ton of assets. Um, that I'm not looking to just, you know, oh, mortgage the future, go for it. If something awesome becomes available, you can go and get it. And if something at a, a very reasonable price becomes available, um, why not? Because this team looks better than we thought. And why not just go for it? Again, I don't 
I don't want to sell off stuff just to sell off stuff. And I want to keep some core pieces around uh, in terms of the young players. Um, but if you have a guy like, you know, if somebody wants Samuel Moran, who I love and wish he was up here, I absolutely, I am a bigger Samuel Moran fan than most. Um, just as an example, I know he hasn't been healthy. Just as an example, if somebody wants him for something that could help you right now, I, I would seriously think about it because this organization clearly doesn't have plans. Sam Moran is low on the totem pole in this organization. That's very obvious. How about that ghost high stick sell? He needs to start carrying a little blade to sell the extra two. He's that good at it. There was so much. I thought both sides were – because the officiating was bad tonight, I thought both sides were diving all over the place. Um, I thought there was a ton of diving both ways tonight. And, and the officiating fell for it every single time, and it was just bad. So I, it was – what do you think this team is going to do with Simmons? I think his value is the highest it will ever be right now. And to be honest, he's starting to show signs of decline. I'm for it for the right return. I don't want to move Simmons. It's all, but it's all about cost versus. Um, I think that's a that's a um, beginning of free. Eight. That's a move for later. I, I I just don't see it happening now because you're in it. You're not going to trade one of your best players right now when you're in it. Um, that's a trade for if you've had talks with him, uh, you know, about what he's looking to resign for, and you're you're that far apart because he's eligible for an extension this summer. Uh, you you move him at the uh, you move you can move him at the draft. You can move at the beginning of free agency. You can move him at any point next season. Uh, I, I just don't think it's a trade for uh, a move for now. Um, you know, they're winning. We. We want to win. Winning is good. I know we all are thinking about the future, future this, future that. But, like, playing 86 games is better than playing 82. I'm sorry. I like to watch hockey, not have discussions on Twitter about hypothetically what the top nine defensemen or what the top nine forwards are going to look like, you know, in 2019. While that stuff's fun to talk about, uh, I'd much prefer watching meaningful hockey. It's clear that Haxy likes Evander Kane, so we shouldn't be surprised if he gets him one way or another. Uh, you know, there's always been um, – Evander Kane, I just feel like he would have been here by now. The amount of times he's uh, his name has been circled um, in terms of Flyers' interest. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a move with Buffalo and it's not for him. How much longer do you think until Carter Hart, two years, one year? I mean, he's going to play at least one year in the AHL, guys. I, I mean, it's going to be a miracle if he's here in two years. And goalies are voodoo. You just never know. But I would be surprised if he's here like, all right, next season is what? 2018-19. So the first possible time, I think, could be 2019-20. Probably 2020 Dash 21 is the first time I think we'll see Carter Hart in the NHL. Is it worth trying to get a shootout specialist that can just bum around on the bottom six for eight to minute six for eight minutes a night? Uh, Hackstall will be doing it with someone anyway. I wouldn't hate it. I've always, always thought, um, 
the way coaches do this kind of stuff is like a guy who only plays defense. That's totally fine. But a guy who only plays offense, no, there's no room for him on this team. And the guys who only play defense usually aren't that great at it. And looking at you, Chris Vandevelde, uh, like guys like that, you know, have careers while, uh, you know, a, a guy who's only offense. Uh, yeah. He just isn't interested in the, in the, in the 200 foot game. That other guy only plays a hundred feet too. It's just a hundred feet. You'd like more. So I wouldn't mind having that kind of skill, like a guy on like the uh, on the fourth line. You saw it with um, you saw it last year with Columbus using um, Sam Gagne on their first power play and playing him fourth line minutes. I think it's doable. Uh, just there's a lot of coaches who just don't believe in it. What's going on with Provorov? He's playing a ton. Um, <laughs> He hasn't been – he was not great tonight, but I, I'm not worried about Provorov. Is there going to be a BSH podcast this week, or are all of you slacking from being in Vegas? Um, I think we're going to try to get some studio time on Wednesday. We really don't want to do it remotely because it just sounds like shit when we record it that way. So um, if we can't get studio time – uh, on Wednesday, the Fly Purbly podcast will be the only Broad Street Hockey uh, podcast from us this week. Unless you're a Patreon subscriber and you uh, you saw all of our exclusive content that we recorded in Vegas. The Drunk Show, uh, the, uh, what, what do we call it, Ice Sport Radio, you know, the all NHL show. So we did a couple of things from Vegas. And, of course, there will be a yelling about sports at some point this week. I believe we're recording that tomorrow. Um but that's all Patreon content. I don't know if there will be a BSH radio this week. It looks like no, but I would like to do one. Nothing's going on with Provorov. Ebbs and flows. He's fine. Yeah, no, I'm not worried about Provorov, but he didn't play well tonight. He had a weird night with the puck. We need to weather the storm the next few games. Uh, Columbus and New York have our number. If we can't win both, we need to win one and maybe lose one in OT. We cannot afford to lose the next two. I have, um, you know, I believe in this team right now. I, again, I don't think that they're going to win the Stanley Cup, but I believe in the resiliency of this team. Um, they've been awesome for the most part since the uh, since the 10-game losing streak, and I like the way they're playing hockey overall. Uh, again, yeah, they absolutely need to play better in their own zone. They absolutely need better net minding. Um, I just I, – I, I like what I'm, I'm seeing out of this team overall. I think they're fun. I think they're really starting to show their skill. I think the forward lines are coming together. Um, you know, Gostas Bear. I think Gostas Bear already has more points than he had last year. Uh, is that true, Bill? Did you just make that up? Yeah, he had two assists tonight. Uh, where are you, ghost? Where are you, ghost? Yeah, 44 points. Yeah, 10 goals, 34 assists. Does that include tonight as well? Yeah, 10 goals, 34 assists for 44 points. He had 39 points last year. He was a minus 21 last year. He's a plus nine this year if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, I just, yeah. Where was I? Provorov thinks he's ghost offensively. 
Proveroff thinks he's ghost offensively. He isn't. He needs to stay back a little more and not get caught in the rush like he's been doing. I'm fine with it. I want those two to be active all the time. I want to push this. This team needs to play offense. Uh, they are not good in their defensive zone. They need to be attacking. I have no problem with uh, Proveroff joining the rush. Connecting over six on shootouts. How is that possible? He just hasn't found his stride yet. I mean, six shots. You're talking about six shots. They happen to be shots in the shootout. It, it's just the way it is. Don't care how tired they were. Had a two-goal lead twice against the division rival. Got to win in regulation. Neuvert has more holes than Swiss cheese. Yeah, Neuvert, you know, there's a good and there's a bad Neuvert. I think we got a little bit of both tonight, honestly. I thought he wasn't bad. Some of his goals were soft, absolutely. But um, I thought he wasn't bad Neuvert tonight. That's uh, He wasn't very good, but I don't think he was bad. Uh, I think they need to play better in front of him. But over the... Um, <clears throat> over the next five to six weeks with no Brian Elliott, he's going to absolutely have to be better than he was tonight. That's That goes without saying. Sure hope they're just showcasing Manning for a trade at the deadline because it's completely absurd that he's playing over Sanheim. That's the only logical reason. It's not. They like him. They The coach likes to play him. The coach believes that Brandon Manning brings some kind of element that helps this team. That is 100% true. They are not showcasing him. You don't showcase a sixth defenseman in the middle of a playoff push. All, and then all of a sudden you're going to be you know, a month to go in the season and you bring Sanheim back up. Like, oh, yeah, we were just joking this whole time. No, they like Brandon Manning. What do you trade for a keeper? Um, uh, if you're talking about a netminder, it, it just depends on who it is. I mean, um, they have a ton of – they have a ton. Uh, some mid-round picks, you know, maybe a future pick, something like that, maybe a, one of the lower-end prospects. You know, it just depends on the goalie. Haxtell is now going to run Neuvert into the ground. Granted, that only takes three to four games. The dude has completely bungled the goalie tandems here. He has. Um, it, you know, Steve Mason was high maintenance, and they just didn't want to deal with him anymore. Um, they figured they could just keep Neuvert for cheaper, and he is what he is. They go out and get Elliott. Uh, the Stolar's injury just killed him. Uh, they just don't have a uh, they just don't have a third option. And like you said, he I think he's played two games in a row one other time this year. Like he is going to get some sort of uh, some sort of nagging, not even an injury. He's just going to get something that slows him down a little. And we're going to have to watch Alex. Line. They have to make a move for a netminder. It's it's absolutely. I'd like to see them sign James Wisniewski after the Olympics as a free agent. He'd be a solid. He'd be a solid ad. For the bottom four, I wouldn't mind that at all. I was reading about him um, just yesterday, I think. I wouldn't mind bringing him in. He's got to be better than Brandon Manning. Weiss actually had an okay game. Made a nice defensive breakup, transition play to start Gudis's goal. Is it time? I hope he can a bit more of what he'd hoped he originally be. Um, why not? <laughs> why not uh, give him a shot, I guess, um, 
you know, the fourth line is what it is. It needs to be a younger line with a little more skill. Um, but they're going to run these guys out there, so why not? AMAC hasn't looked entirely like AMAC lately. Get another team to bite with a trade. I would be um, shocked if somebody traded for him. The big thing that worries me on the Chad Johnson trade idea is, do they think he's any more trustworthy than Neuvert? Because it may well come down to something like that. Uh, yeah, again, if it's a Chad Johnson type and you're just going to kind of, I guess you're just going to roll them both out and see what happens. But uh, the goalie situation is, is bad right now. It's a shame because Elliot had had a decent season. Can we put Laterra on the top line, get him to produce, produce a little bit and get his trade value up? Uh, he probably wouldn't produce there either. I'd rather just, you know, run out our good players and try to win games personally. How bad is that Neuvert contract now? Another year of him leaking bad goals. He'll drive us into the same mental institution that treated Lloyd Braun. That's an interesting Seinfeld reference 40 years later. Um, you know, he's a backup. He's a decent backup at that. He's okay. He's just nothing special. He's not a guy you can depend on. Um, if he's starting one out of every five for you, that's pretty good. But when you have to depend on him for any length of time, it's a, it's a bummer. Props to you, Bill, for doing this. Uh, clearly, the Vegas flu did not get to you. Oh, I'm... I got something from Vegas. Uh, no. Uh, I have to shout out Steph Driver, though. Uh, went out of her way to uh, make sure I got to go see Circus Circus. Uh, and, of course, they have a, an amusement park there. We rode some roller coasters. I'm almost positive Steph Driver sustained a concussion uh, on a roller coaster in Las Vegas. Uh, and that it's a shame. Uh, and I'm totally serious. Like, she's banged up. Uh, it's, not, it's not a joke. Uh, so... Shout out to her. She got through the rest of the trip, got home yesterday, uh, not feeling well. But, uh, you know, she put the whole thing together for us. She, she got the thing with, uh, with fans of Philly so we could go, and it was absolutely, absolutely amazing. So, Steph, uh, way to play through it. You had to go to the quiet room for a little bit yesterday, but I, I know you're good to go. What's your uh, what? Yeah, over under on the McDonald buyout this off season. I think it would be good for the cap, but the team uh, seems to like him, and I do not see a trade being viable. Yeah, if they're going to buy out McDonald, I think it's going to be in another year. Um, again, I wouldn't mind McDonald as a third pair defense. You know, he he's not good, but um, it's his usage. It's the coaching believing that he is good. That bothers me most about McDonald. If he was a third pair defenseman playing 15 minutes a night, you could live with it. Um, if you had a decent, uh, you know, uh, a, a decent guy with him. Um, that's not how they use him, though, and that's a that's a problem. Uh, but I, I think it's still too early. Um, two more years after this year, so it would be a four-year cap hit. Let's look at it. Let's look at what the numbers would be, shall we? Got nothing to do tonight. 
where are the flyers? It's so weird to go to cap friendly and have to scroll down to see the flyers. They actually have cap space. Um, AMAC buyout current contract. Yeah, so it would be, let's see, next season, a 1.375 cap hit. 2019-20, a $1.125 million cap hit. 2020-21, So, it wouldn't kill you. It wouldn't kill you to do it this year. Um... I just don't see it happening, honestly. <laughs> I, I think they're going to wait one more year. If they do it, it'll be like Umberger. So it's only a two-year instead of a four-year cap hit um, uh, on the on that buyout there. But I, I... How do you feel about Sandstrom staying over in Sweden for another year? You know, the injury set him back. Um, it's a shame the Flyers had so many just organizationally injuries at Netminder this year. It stopped a lot of guys from taking a step forward. If uh, he needs, if he feels he needs another year to, you know, get those get those true starters minutes um, before he comes over to North America, if that's just going to help his game progress, you know, that's fine. And this way, you don't have the conundrum of, oh well. All right, since we think they both are potential starters, do we put Sandstrom in the ECHL so he can start the majority of games there because Carter Hart's going to be in the AHL next year? Do we do it that way? Uh, so basically you're in the same boat except it's, he's over in Sweden where he's just more comfortable and he's, he's, getting the, uh, he's getting the starters minutes he needs before he comes over here. And then, then you have a, another year to figure out. Uh, you're progressing Carter Hart. You're bringing him along. So uh, it's a bummer that he got hurt this year, and we didn't get to see uh, we didn't get to see him fully develop. But it is what it is at this point. Only one Jack Eichel and Sable, Sabers trade. Well, I don't see that happening. All right, I don't like Evander Kane, but comparing him to Billy Tibbetts seems over the top. Zherdev, uh, yeah. Zherdev is kind of the player I was talking about when you talk, um, you know, the all-offense versus all-defense guys. Zherdev, um, another one, not maybe necessarily the best human, but when you're just talking about um, type of player, there's no room for Zherdev in the NHL, but there is room for, you know, Pierre-Edouard Belmar and Chris Vandevelde and all these guys. Um, it's strange. Why is Latera still in the lineup? Zero goals, no offensive help. Can we see someone else besides him? Is he the new Vandevelde? Uh, he's the new Vandevelde in that, yeah, he doesn't produce, and yeah, they like him killing penalties. That's why he's in the lineup. I don't get it, but um, I don't, I'm not crazy about Taylor Lear. I'd prefer they play Taylor Lear just because there's upside there. You don't fully know what Taylor Lear is yet. Uh, they probably think they do, but you don't fully know what Taylor Lear is yet. Um, and you do know what Laterra is. He's exactly what you're seeing. Um, I I just think the answers to these lineup issues are all in the minors, and uh, they don't want to bring them up. The good news, there's no shootout in the playoffs. Absolutely true, but you got to get there. You got to get there, and it's part of the game. Uh, I know everyone hates them, but uh, it's part of the game. 
This would have been the perfect time for Stolar. Such a shame. Yeah, I um, in the beginning of the year, we were doing different like over-unders, I think, on BSH Radio. And I penciled Stolar's in for 20 starts, just knowing that a situation like this would arise. Uh, I assumed it would be um, more of a tandem with Neuvert and Elliot, and then Neuvert would get hurt, and uh, we'd have to put Stolar's in. But it's been that, and now there's an Elliot injury, and the, the Stolar's injury just is devastating. Before tonight, the Flyers had the best record in the Metro since December 10th or something like that. The team is coming along. No reason to panic and make a dumb trade. You're right. They're not winning the Cup. Stay the course. Um, I agree, stay the course, but it's not panic or dumb to address needs. You're in a playoff race now. Um, there's one elite team in the East, and it's Tampa. You know, um, 2010, man. I know this team doesn't have the depth or talent of 2010, but that was a seventh seed. Granted, they are a seventh seed because they underachieved for the first half of the season. Um, but it's still – it happens. Teams can go on runs. Teams can get hot. Uh, no, I, I'm not saying trade Sandheim, you know, trade Morgan Frost. I don't want to do any of that. Not saying that. I'm just saying – you have two first-round picks. You have a farm system voted the best in the league, and it is full. It is full. There is no more room at the inn. Uh, you have all these assets, plus some veterans with expiring contracts like Philpola. Look what uh, look what just happened tonight, moving uh, the, um, the um, Ottawa trading for Marion Gabrick. They, had, they brought back Fino – or they – yeah, traded for Gabrick, L.A. got Phaneuf. Uh, You know, you sent back you, – you, you swap bad contracts. <clears throat> but if the Flyers could swap for a bad contract and make an upgrade, that would be, that would be a fine trade and not, not a panic move at all. TK wasn't good in shootouts – or wasn't good in shootouts in junior either for what it's worth. Um Okay, I'll take your word for that. I, you know, I didn't see enough of him in, in shootouts in junior. Um, John said it, so it must be true. Uh, you know, you, you want your most skilled players to be the best at the shootouts, but sometimes they're just not. It, it, sometimes you, you'd be surprised if you've seen um, – I remember playing with a kid in high school who was one of our slowest skaters. Um, he he wasn't offensive. He was a defenseman. He was a, he was my defensive partner. He was not a. He was one of our slowest skaters. He had a decent slap shot. wasn't a good puck handler. Um, and whenever we did shootout drills, like you, you run the shootout and then you kind of just do a tournament, he would finish top three every time. Sometimes it's uh, you know you'll be surprised by uh, who just happens to have a good skill set for it. Uh, sometimes it's luck mixed with uh sometimes you just need a little bit of patience um you know i was never good at it because i i can't stick handle without looking down or really shoot all that well um so it wasn't really ever my thing but like, i was a way faster skater than this kid you know like i it was it was just like i had a better overall skill set but he would i would go over five and he'd be you know six for 12 or whatever it was by the time like every round was done. And uh, it would just, it, it's weird sometimes who has what skill set. You don't, uh, you don't always necessarily see you know, your best players doing it. It's weird to see Drew like 
in and out of the shootout rotation. That is very strange to me. That's more strange than TK not being uh, that great at it. Hey, Bill, have you seen a faster team than Vegas? We were able to skate with them. Wish we'd get some phantom speed for the fourth line. Yeah, fully agree. Uh, I like watching Vegas. I like their, uh, I like their attack. I like, I like the way they play. They're, um, they're kind of fun. They're just kind of fun. And I will say this about Vegas. More than anything else, I came away with the people who are in charge of the pregame, uh, the in-game presentation, everything about uh, putting hockey on the ice and the atmosphere in the arena, the different promotions they do, all of it. Uh, very unique. The best arena I've ever been to uh, for a game, just atmosphere-wise, presentation-wise, all of it. Neuvert wasn't good, but he wasn't awful. The one goal was awful. Yeah, that's that's what we got out of Neuvert tonight. We just need more good Neuvert than bad Neuvert uh, going forward. That said, uh, they need to bring in a goaltender. If Haxtall didn't love Manning, he wouldn't give him power play minutes at the end of a crucial game. Yeah, that was... Oh, my God. I think I was just about to tweet about how that was a disgrace, but then something else happened. Uh, and it, that was right before the – yeah, it was right before because the Flyers had that power play right at the end, and then the Devils came down the other way and tied up the game. So I was about to tweet about Brandon Manning being out there uh, on the second power play unit, and suddenly you know something else happened. So I was oh, well, that wasn't even the worst thing that happened. Yeah, you're not showcasing Brandon Manning by putting him out on the second power play. You actually think he's good. What is it the element that Manning brings to the team other than bad play? I don't have an answer for that. I'm just telling you that's what the coaches think. They think his toughness, he's good in the room, he's a teammate, all that stuff that you hear. Some of it sometimes is true. I do believe that there are intangibles. Um, I just feel like, you know, if this team doesn't have good enough leadership, uh, if this team isn't together enough, Without Brandon Manning, that's a real problem because he's not nearly a good enough player to get by on just that, you know? Like, there can be a, okay, he's like, eh, all right, he's an all right enough player, but he does this good stuff, too, that maybe doesn't necessarily show up in a box score so we can live with it. I feel like he's too far on the side of the line of, eh, he's just not a good player a good enough player to be getting the minutes he's getting in the NHL on a team looking to make a playoff run. That's what I'm saying. And that's on the coaches. I have nothing against Brandon Manning. Brandon Manning is just doing what he's told. Brandon Manning is a guy who goes to work every day like anybody else. It's the coaches who use him thinking that he's good. It's insanity. Oh, God, the disdain in your voice when you had to say they like Brandon Manning was, I think, the entire thought from the fan base. I mean, it's just obvious at this point. Like, uh, who was it? Who just commented? Uh, Evan Young. If Axtell didn't like him, I would love to, oh, they're showcasing him. They're trying to shop him. Like, you know, he's a – let me get the numbers right here. I don't want to just estimate. Let's see. Brandon Manning is a 27-year-old bottom pair defenseman making $975,000 on an expiring contract. He's a UFA after this year. Um, 
teams know what they have. Teams know what Brandon Manning is. You're not fooling anybody into taking Brandon Manning. Um, you're not shopping them. They actually, if someone, I've said all along that I do believe, like say if the Flyers were to fall out of it or someone called with an offer for Brandon Manning, uh, you could move him because teams that have like a good top four are looking for, could be looking for a guy like Manning who if he's only going to play, what's he going to get in a playoff series for a team with a good top four, honestly, like six minutes a game tops. Um, they might be looking for that kind of guy. Uh, you don't need to shop him. People know what he is. You don't need to showcase him for a for that type of role. For someone who would trade for him, they're going to be using him in that role. You don't need to showcase him. That's who he is. I don't think that trading for an experienced defenseman would be a bad idea. Yeah, and again, all about cost, all about cost and return. What are you getting? What are you giving up? You know, all that uh, changes my thoughts on, you know, just overall, if I think we're not giving up a lot and bringing in someone who's better than what they're utilizing, which realistically wouldn't be that difficult, um, I think that would be a help for a team that's legitimately making a run for the playoffs. Why add a defenseman when we have so many waiting in the AHL? Um, because San, they're not bringing back Sanheim uh, unless they move somebody else. That's pretty clear. They don't like Moran. That's pretty clear. And no one else is close. And Moran's been hurt all year. Phil Myers is good, but he's he's been in and out of the lineup. Um, you know, Mark Friedman is three years away. Like, he – you have a bunch, but we're talking about right now. And right now, the only guys that they think that they have that are NHL ready are in the NHL. Injury alert. Noivy just sneezed and put out a couple of ribs and will be gone until the end of the year. Uh, that's no joke. I've done that before. I injured my ribs sneezing once. It was bad. Me and Sammy Sosa. Corchiti tweeted that Hextall hopes Stolars can play by March. And you, you have a goalie coming off of surgery. He hasn't played in how long, and you're throwing him into a playoff race? Like, I'm not dependent on Stolars to come in here. Are the Devils now the Flyers' main rival? Um, they're, team, they're two teams that have played each other really close all year. That's Loved your buyout research and discussion on McDonald. How do you see Reed? Do we resign him as a super cheap two-way deal? Try to trade him for anything? Just let him go. Um, his agent at the beginning of the year was told to find a trade. Um, maybe at the trade deadline there'll be renewed interest in him, but I, I, it seems as if they're just going to let him walk. Um, I think Reed is better than what they're playing on their fourth line right now. I would take him over. You know, I would take him over Latera or Weiss in a heartbeat. Um, 
but they're just ready to move on from him. It's the last year of his deal. I really, really don't see him re-signing here because he still thinks he's an NHL player, and uh, they don't. So, you know, um, I like Matt Reed. He fell off a little, but for a, a cheap role player, I think he could – you know, he's still, I think he can still play a role in, in, in the NHL. Um, but I, it's definitely not going to be here. So sick of consistently seeing opposing teams have elite game changers like Taylor Hall tonight, the Flyers push zero dimensional players. I mean, look at the, Look at the Flyers' top three offensive lines. They're pretty good, man. It's not as bad as you think. Boston is just as good as Tampa. Yeah, they're good. I don't believe in Boston as much as some others. They have a um, – I don't believe them to have – okay, I think Boston is very good. I don't believe them to be top-end talent-wise – all that much better than the Flyers. Um, I think they're coached better than the Flyers more than anything. Um, I uh, I don't think they are a lock to beat the Flyers in a seven-game series. We have to get past this whole panic trade mindset. The Flyers are a likely playoff team. They have a sudden pressing need for goalie. Trading a mid-round pick for one isn't a bad idea yet. Seriously, which idiot thought shootouts would decide a win if a team sport based on team effort? Shootouts lack any type of re redeeming qualities. I find them interesting. I find them fun. Uh, I think they're dramatic. Um, I don't like the idea of a tie. I think someone should win. Um, I think they need to just make regulation wins worth three points. That would really uh, force teams not to play for overtime. Uh, and it's stupid that some games are worth three points and some games aren't. Um, you know, tonight, the Devils get two, the Flyers get one. If the Flyers win in regulation, there's only two points awarded in the game. I think that's stupid. Make a regulation win worth three points so teams try harder to win in regulation. But I don't mind shootouts. I mind that the Flyers are bad at them. It annoys me that they're bad at them. I find them dramatic. I find them fun when, um, you know, three-on-three overtime is amazing. That's a, that's the best thing this sport has done in a long time. I love the three-on-three -three overtime. Um, but if you're going to have – if if you say, yeah, we just don't want ties, I don't mind a shootout. I just want the Flyers to be better than them. Side note, rancid over Operation Ivy. I, I know I know my buddy Dave would, would say Operation Ivy. Let me try that again. I know my buddy Dave would say Operation Ivy every time. Um, but sorry, Davey B., I got to go rancid. Um, arrested in Shanghai. It's just such a beautiful song. Heard Seattle wants an expansion team. Are the chances good there? They put down a $10 million deposit today. Uh, they're, re they're renovating the rink. They want an NHL team. They want an NBA team. Uh, I, I hope so, man. One More hockey is good. And I think one thing I think about the league right now is um, there are too many good players. And to get scoring all the way back up, I think you need to get to 34 teams to water down the talent a little so that the best players can get out against um, 
some guys who may be, you know, in a 30-31 team league um, wouldn't be NHL players, but in a 34 team league, they are, you know, you you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I think to get the game to be as exciting, you need more mistakes and you need worse players to make those mistakes. So go with 34 teams. That's my, that's what I want to see happen. At least uh, I hope Seattle gets a team. They put their, uh, Excuse me. They put their deposit down, I believe, today. So it looks like they'll be getting a team at some point. Also, what are your thoughts on supposedly heated talks between Sabres and Flyers making a major trade? Uh, that's If it's for Vander Kane, like people think, I'm not going to love it. Um, I don't know what kind of major – like what's major, you know. I, I, I just have to see – I like I like when trades happen. Like it's fun. We get to talk about them. We'll have a emergency BSH radio that day. There'll be all sorts of stuff we talk about. But um, I, I, I you know, who won the Sabers? Do you really want? Voracek has the same shootout move. Does anyone else know that? Yeah, he mixed it up last game and he scored, but he really only has two moves. Uh, one is the uh, catch him off guard five hole. Um, like that shovel shot he does, and then um, he'll fake that and uh, go with a move. But basically, that's it. He he tried something else last game and uh, it worked out. So, you know, there's only so many. There's only so many moves. Guys only have so many moves. And when you go to a bunch of shootouts uh, in a short amount of time, like they have, that stuff starts to get exposed. Even Peter Forsberg, um, you know started to be like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to mix it up at some point. Like, we're going to too many of these. Um, Barry, Sam Moran would have had his opportunities this year, and he, he got hurt a bunch of times. Um, he absolutely would have had some opportunities this year. I like Sam Moran. I wish he was up here. I think he could greatly improve the penalty kill. I think he would be a physical presence on the back end that they very badly need. And if they're going to go with stay-at-home defenseman, why not use the guy you drafted in the first round to be a stay-at-home defenseman? Uh, they just – he's not high on their list. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Saravalli just tweeted that he wouldn't be surprised if the Flyers kicked tires on goalies. Uh, notes Red Wings are shopping Mrazek. Yeah, that's that's the kind of trade I expect them to make. Sans Briz, who would you like to see them acquire slash bring in for goal? Literally anybody. Still believe Nick Foles can make a legitimate uh, forward, put some skates on him, see what he can do quarterbacking, say the power play. Yeah, why not? Are they grooming Reed for coaching with him being down all year? No, I think they're just uh, moving on from him. But, hey, maybe down the line. Um, it's absolutely uh, – that's one of the reasons I liked him in the minors this year while um, I would prefer him over Weiser Um 
is that I like having a guy like him down there to to kind of mentor uh, the young kids. He he had an um, excuse me, he had a uh, an unconventional path to the NHL. He carved out a nice career for himself. It's going to continue uh, beyond this season. Um, just not with the Flyers. Uh, I, I like having a guy with uh, his type of experience and his type of uh, – he, he's been used in all sorts of roles. I mean, at one point he was playing on the top line with Drew and Voracek, you know, and he's been he's been a penalty killer, a defensive specialist. Um, you know, he, he got Calder votes his rookie year. He was uh, – he's, he's, he's had an interesting career, and I like a guy with his type of experience um, down there with a lot of the young kids. Pretty sure the FNUF trade opened the floodgates, probably seeing them flow a little more now, let the games begin. Yeah, this is an exciting time of year, and uh, looking forward to see what everyone does. Okay, super hard question for you now, Bill. Should any NHL team go for Yager come the playoffs? You previously mentioned that it would be good to bring him in as a playmaker and role player at the end of the season when he can be fresh 45 years old. Uh, yeah, I don't um, – I would love to see him uh, used in like a fourth-line role, uh, maybe some power play minutes, get him on the ice kind of when you can. Uh, like, you no, know, I wouldn't put him out with like Weiss and Philpola, but just like – Throw him out for a shift with your second line. Throw him out for a shift with your first line. Get him out there on the power play. Uh, just use him in different ways. But uh, coaches don't like to do that stuff. And honestly, I just don't know if he has it anymore, man. Like, he just might be done. It's 45. He might just be done. Um, he lasted longer than pretty much anybody. <laughs> like, he's probably just finished. Hey, Bill, what is the trade that can happen for the Flyers? Literally anything. This Buffalo trade talk for one of their goalies? It very well could be. Uh, very well could be. Think we can swing a trade with a rival, say the Rangers, Devils, or Islanders? I seriously doubt it. That would be, uh, that would be very surprising to me. Um, but... If teams are legitimately looking to – that's the thing is these teams uh, – like the Devils, I, I doubt because they're in it. Um, you know, they're they're looking to make a playoff push, same as the Flyers. Um, the Rangers are looking to sell, but you don't really know if they're actually looking to sell. A lot of teams aren't committed to it. Um, did you hang stolen U-Haul blankets on your walls? Yes, that's exactly what they are. Hey, Bill, could we trade with Detroit? Absolutely could. All right, guys, that looks like all the time uh, we have for you on the Facebook Live post game. Thanks for hanging out. Um, I don't know if there'll be a BSH radio this week, but we are going to have uh, – we will have a Fly Purbly podcast available on Broad Street Hockey at some point this week. And um, all the Patreon stuff that went up. Are we reconnected? Yeah, okay. 
lost the connection for a second. All the Patreon stuff that went up over the weekend. They'll be yelling about sports at some point this week. Uh, until then, have a great week, everybody. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.